0: So, hi! so Hi! Hello! Hi. So, so uh, it's been how long? Six months?
1: It, I guess it was six months yesterday, actually.
0: Six months yesterday, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I, I guess the first thing I want to say is just like, congratulations, I feel like you've been kicking butt and taking names.
1: Yeah, I was thinking, I was on the toilet today and I was like, dang, what exactly are we going to talk about during this interview? So much has changed um and so i made like a little mental i wanted to make an actual checklist like of everything that's changed so that i don't forget anything yeah but i didn't so hopefully i don't forget anything
0: okay all right well i mean toilet time is always a beautiful time for reflection i definitely i definitely reflect a lot while i'm on the toilet in the shower all really good times to reflect um so i think that the first question i want to ask is like what would you like to talk about today like what are you most excited to talk about
1: Probably my sticker business because there are a lot of very new things happening this week. I don't even know. I kind of, I think I mentioned it to you a little bit, but not in like full detail. So I just kind of wanted to talk about like, um, all the new projects that I have. Cause
0: yeah, l- lay it out for me, girl.
1: Okay. Uh, this is just stuff that like I, I was talking about yesterday in stream that I just kept remembering and remembering. And it's really exciting. So there's a bunch of new things that I'm working on. Well, okay. Let me give a little bit of like, uh what has happened um since then so my mom got into making crafty stuff because of covid um she makes these cute like little garden plates made out of thrift store um dishes um and she makes these like little garden steaks that have like little jewels along them and so she's been going to boutiques and like trying to sell them and so i've been going with her to kind of Emotionally and not financially, but I'm definitely doing most of the sales work because she doesn't really know how Um, and so I've been bringing my stickers to that as well just to kind of we have like a whole booth of just miscellaneous craft items and so that's what I've been doing a little bit and actually like getting my artwork out there um, in a more localized way and that's been really exciting. It hasn't been going too too well because most of the boutiques are for like older people who don't really know what stickers are used for like decorating water bottles and folders. Like old people don't do that as much. Right. So, that it, it's been difficult, but it's it's still fun to like get out and try to like like just just talking to people is fun, especially with COVID like restrictions kind of letting up. Um so that's one of the new things I've been doing. Um because of that, um I've been doing a couple uh like projects for um, like different charity foundations. Uh, so one of them is the Linda Blair Foundation or World Health Organization. No, World. I don't remember the other name, but it is the Linda Blair Foundation. Um, for the actress Linda Blair from The Exorcist. Um, and she has a sanctuary uh, out in like Leona Valley where she um takes in like dogs who need homes and uh, mostly like bully breeds. So like the misunderstood like pit bulls, bulldogs, stuff like that. Yeah and yeah. uh, tries to find them home so a lot of like animal care kind of stuff. Yeah. And so the lady that um was running this boutique is one of her really close friends. Come on, Tiny. And um so she wants me to to do a bunch of sticker designs of bully breeds that she would that, that they would sell on their website. So um
0: Oh, she is the exorcist chick?
1: The lady that runs the program. She hasn't talked to her yet, but it's her friend who who helps to run everything cuz Linda's got a lot of Stuff on so her you're plate. like
0: you're like one degree of separation away from like a superstar actress.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like
0: it's totally <laughs> likely that you might meet this superstar actress chick.
1: It it is very likely. Yeah. So that's it, fucking cool. But, <laughs> I know she, it's, it's really exciting. And so um she wants me to make a couple more a couple more sticker designs and she's gonna um hopefully get in contact with me soon and um she it'll be something like a a a consistent thing like i'm not just doing the designs i'll actually print them out for her so she doesn't have to go through another like third party company that actually makes the stickers right um so that'll be something that i consistently take care of and like bring in extra income so that's the first thing i'm very excited for that i had a pitbull uh a great dane and a pug sticker that i designed um and so i'm going to be picking out a couple more popular breeds um which kind of leads me to my next point, which is um, doing more like custom portraits or custom sticker designs for people's pets. Um, I know last time we talked about um, like trying to choose a good middle point of getting paid what I'm worth, but also Mm -hmm. being able to make sales um, and how difficult that can be when it comes to making stickers, because like I put in a lot of work to make the design, but if I'm only selling it for, you know, six to ten dollars—it's not really worth it. Right. Um, and so I kind of uh, put in the back of my head to to start my custom designs at fifty dollars for per design, and nice. have it include a couple stickers, and then that makes it way more worth it. Um, and that's like not an issue for me to offer anymore. Like at first, I felt kind of weird about it, but when I got a couple people at this last boutique asking about sticker designs. Um, of their own pets, um, I was very easy, easily able to say fifty bucks a design, and that's that. And that felt really good. For sure. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Any a- anything else before I sort of like I, I the reason you've seen me typing is because I'm taking notes. Anything okay, else? Good, before... it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else before I sort of like dive in and start like asking you questions?
1: Yeah. So uh, let's see. Another thing that I'm working on is um i i had a friend who who is a dear friend of mine who is in a plant ecologist so uh, we have uh, biology classes together that's how we knew each other and he got me in contact with another friend of his who is starting up a t-shirt company and they've their focus on um like california native plants and animals and like talking about like awareness and education of like rare species and things like that and they're also uh, ecologists and so i've been chatting with them and they want me to make sticker designs for them and also t-shirt designs for them awesome <laughs> so i'm going to be on a t-shirt company now uh a website awesome. um so that's very exciting and that's going to also be something consistent that they uh, want me to make the stickers for them um i don't have to make the t-shirt logo like the cutouts and then they like make the stickers the 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 t-shirts themselves i'll just send the the design to their company that makes the t-shirts but i get to to get to design them and i'm also doing 50 50 dollars a design on that so that'll be consistent income as well and um yeah (laughs) that's it
0: okay and then um so that's all incredible and then what about your content creation what about the content creation side of things
1: like mostly like on twitch
0: like what i've been doing on that okay well um, whatever you've been doing i don't i don't know all that you've been doing i know that you have been on twitch i don't know i don't know what else is there so
1: uh i'm not doing too much more other than twitch right now it's just it's difficult um oh i did get a job promotion i'll just mention that real quick i got a job promotion so i'm actually a researcher now instead of just a technician which means i don't have nearly as much time sometimes and so um i'm trying to balance that out with working on my artwork and streaming and things like that um i was doing pretty good at streaming at least once a week for a while it kind of sometimes now it's like every other week um but sometimes i do multiple times a week and that's been pretty nice um I, w- I set a little goal for myself on my stream to try to get to 300 follows before this interview specifically. Like, a little goal like, uh, I don't even know what I was at before the, like, uh, at the first interview, and I wish I knew so I could see how much I've grown since then, um, but clearly, I've grown. Yeah. Um,
0: Did you reach so that's it?
1: Been- uh, no. I'm at 258. Nice. Uh, so, I am getting very close. I think I could probably reach it in a, a couple more streams. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's my next, my next goal right there. Um, yeah, Devin and everyone have been incredibly supportive with like, um, gifting subs and re and subscribing and everything. So I've been able to unlock several like emote slots. And so I'm also trying to work on, um, more emotes for my stream. For sure. Um, my friend said, I should try to make my own alerts as well. So that's going to be something I look into. And then I have a couple people asking me to make emotes for them also. Um, so I have a lot of like just little projects I'm taking care of.
0: Nice, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it sounds like it sounds like you're um, doing a really amazing job of sort of like diversifying, which is f- like a fantastic practice in business. Um, cool. It, uh, anything? I'm echoing.
1: That could be me. Try.
0: Hello, hello. Okay, I think I'm better, better now. That was weird. Um. Uh, anything else before before we dive in?
1: Okay, one more thing. <laughs> okay. As you can see, I'm in a completely different room. Um, I remember I was upstairs last time, and yeah. uh, since November, I got to build my own computer, um, and that also opened up content creation because uh, I was actually able to start streaming non-retro games, and so you're talking about diversifying. Uh, yeah. I definitely have been able to. I play a lot of Planet Zoo now, and i do a lot of like and like what i've been wanting to do like animal education like we'll just sidetrack and get on random conversations about uh I, the, the the one that stands out to me is whether spiders have gender or sexuality and stuff like that and then we got we got we get into all these different to- topics about like sexuality in mammals and primates and and like non-mammals and things like that and we just get into all these cool tangents and that's been really really enjoyable and since then i um joined a a discord group called the knowledge the knowledge what are they called? The Knowledge Fellowship. and they' are a bunch of education uh, educator streamers um, who stream like their lessons and what they know about as, as, as experts in their field. And so that got me really excited about going into more um, education.
0: Totally. Cause you have sort of a, a, like a model to follow, so to speak. Like...
1: Yeah. These people, like they have PhDs, <laughs> they're teaching their regular classes on Twitch. Um, I follow a bunch of, I didn't even know science and technology was a, uh, um, a t- uh, like a, a category on Twitch. Uh, and that like yeah. blew my mind. I started by following a random, uh, paleontologist on Twitch wow. who just talks about dinosaurs all day. And then I, I got in, introduced into this group when I said that I was an educator as well. Um, it makes me feel feel a little scared though cuz like i said all these are like masters and phd streamers and here i am with just a bachelor so it's like am i really qualified to teach this kind of stuff but not i mean like yeah like i i know stuff not yeah i'm not an expert but like i know some things that can help in conversation
0: yeah and not only that but like um there's a there's a streamer her name's maya <laughs> and mm-hmm. she does a lot of um animal conservation work she actually has uh built a like a animal sanctuary that she goes to for her streams and like uh like she like bankrolled the whole thing um and she like uses these animals that she has in order to like educate about them and like teach people about them and everything while also taking care of them and one of the things that she has talked about in like interviews that i've seen with her i i bring her up because i think that she um Like, I was listening to her and I was like, oh my god, this is like, this is Nero's future. Erebus? Erebus, no! What is happening?
1: Erebus, stop it.
0: What is happening?
1: He was hopping on the sink which he's not allowed
0: to do in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have to see what we do. We usually I don't like to. That's why I didn't do it, but we usually like spray a little bit of water just in that general direction and it makes him hop off, but yeah. I don't want to do that on, on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> um oh,
0: <yeah. laughs> so uh so yeah, so I like I I bring her up because like I I see her and I'm like, "Oh man, this is like this is like right up Pyros Alley." Um, can you
1: send her to me if she yeah. does? She still stream? Okay, cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I'm trying to follow other people. Send Maya to Pyro. Um. So, uh, one of the things that she has talked about, I'm still echoing.
1: That might be me. Let me just add my put my headphones on, Does that does happen. Ruin my hair.
0: Your hair looks really good.
1: Thanks. I tried. Okay. Go ahead.
0: One of the things that uh, she has talked about in some like interviews that I've heard with her is that you know she has a she has a podcast where she interviews like experts in in the field. Um, I would and, love to do that. Yeah, so and cool. she often feels very sort of underqualified, just like just like you were talking about. But the thing is, is that she has. Not only does she have a knowledge base in the field that they're talking about, but she also has a different set of skills that is valuable to those experts. So okay. like while those experts have like a lot of knowledge in that field, they may have no idea how to get that knowledge out to a wider population. And okay. as content creators, we do. And so like this sort of transitions into the like one of the first notes that I wrote down which is with you like going to these boutiques with your mom and being sort of like the salesman there (laughs) um i am so curious because i have always noticed that you have had sort of an affinity for sales like like i i i I talked to you before about how like your um your posts when you go live are so often uh so well like the copy is so well written and so engaging and i i i guess like the first thing that I'm curious about is like where do you think that came from? Like where did you get that talent? The how talent did you to, like, develop just that? be comfortable like coming cultivate. forward and
1: kind of being like friendly but in a in a uh like an, in, it, in, in like an invitational kind of
0: way? I think it I think it's more than that because a lot of people can be friendly. Being friendly isn't necessarily the most challenging thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But you know how to you know how to sell something, whether it's coming to your stream or someone buying stickers or, you know, Mm -hmm. something from a boutique, you know how to sell something. And I'm curious if you have any sense of how you cultivated that or how that, how that, how that came about.
1: Um, I think a lot of it has to do with my previous work experience. Mm -hmm. Um, working, you know, my first job was working at a movie theater. So being able to sell concessions was like the biggest thing. Um, but then also, um, Let's see. The photography, not as much. Um, selling, like, packages and things like that. Um, but a big one was when I worked for the vet clinic. Um, we had a little thing. So we, we would drive from Petco to Petco. So we had, like, 40 different Petcos in the in L.A. County and even down to uh, into Ventura County as well. And each store had a yearly um, rate, like an average rate that they would hit for their sales. Um, and so, like... If you go to Beverly Hills, the the rate that, that people will spend on their pets is going to be way higher than in like Van Nuys, just right. because people are can afford to, to spend more money on their pets. And so, depending on which store you went to, you had a rate that if you beat, like if you encouraged and almost like incentivized people to 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 buy more flea medication or grab that extra microchip like all these little things to take care of their pets first off it's taking better care of your pets but also it's increasing the rate that they're the amount that people would spend mm-hmm. if you beat that annual rate we would get uh, a cut of that we would get $15 per store and so there were days when like it, obviously it still depended on the on the parents spending the money it depends on the customer wanting to listen to your sales mm-hmm. um but you know, you, you could hit 45. You could hit three incentives for all three stores and get an extra 45 dollars. So I think that that's where like I got the push
0: okay. to
1: to to try to get incentivize people to sell without sounding like a car salesman. Like yes, I'm going <laughs> to get a little bit of incentive, but also this is more just to help your pet. And a lot of times people just didn't know what things they de- they needed to do. Like they didn't know they needed a microchip. They didn't know they needed flea product. Um, and so it was it was. Combining like me getting the incentive, um, people getting taking care of their pets, and then, oh, what was the third one? And me bring just bringing education like awareness uh, to the parents as well, because a lot of the times that people just didn't know about that. I think that was a really big a big um, helper for gaining that skill. So and then you... also,
0: go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, just the, the last thing, the last skill would be um, me working at the wildlife center um, mm-hmm. where uh, not everyone was uh, allowed to do this. I asked to be trained on this, but I actually got training to do like the middle, the office secretary work where I'm answering phone calls. I'm doing sales tickets. I'm doing like concession stuff. Um, and because of that, you know, you encourage people to try, try to get um, to buy like the, um, uh, the little experience packages where people buy to uh, pay to like feed the porcupine or feed the draft, things like that. Right. So you have to be willing to kind of sell on that as well. Um, like I said, without sounding like a, sale, a car salesman. So I think because of all of that experience, that's why I'm comfortable, like being friendly, but like educating and not convincing someone, cause that sounds bad, but just like helping people to see something they might not have seen before.
0: Yeah. And so you sort of took the next question out of my mouth which was going to be um like what what is it that you do and i think it like if i can just sort of like repeat back what i heard what i heard was like uh the difference between someone who is just like a car salesman and someone who is like authentically good at sales is that Like, you actually believe in what you're offering. You actually believe that it's going to benefit the person that you're offering it to. Like, provide them some value. You put, like, a super high value on education because, like, half the battle is just that, like, people don't really know what they want. And so being able to, like, educate them about it, just having that education is a huge plus to, like, getting them to actually like make a purchase or like come to your stream or like whatever. And then what was the last thing? Is there one more or did I did I get it? Well,
1: it kind of depended on the on the job. But yeah, educating um like I I and like I like you know me, like I love educating people. Like even if they don't buy it, at least now they know the next time like right. oh, you know, they can consider it. And be like, "You know what? I did hear that microchips are actually really help- helpful for their pets." Yeah. Um I think that's like the biggest thing. Um and then like taking care of their animals and then uh I don't know what the last one was. Yeah. I think
0: I just I just think that that you you have sort of um you have sort of naturally stumbled upon what I recently I forgot to clip in my headphones. You you've sort of naturally stumbled, stumbled upon what I recently uh read about which is that when you make a sale you're like you're not actually trying to offer the customer what they're asking for you're trying to offer the customer what they actually need so like the example in the book that i read about this was when somebody comes in asking for a hammer they don't actually need a hammer what they actually need is holes like they actually need something that is going to make holes and walls and so as a Mm -hmm. salesman like it's your job to sort of like educate them on what the best possible thing is because Mm -hmm. if you if you just sell them a hammer you know like they get a hammer they leave and they have an ordinary experience but if you like like for another example that he gives is like um, if a father comes in to get like a bike for his son and you take the time to find out a little bit about his son, and instead of offering him the most expensive bike that would make you the most money up front, you offer it, you say like, hey, like, you know, your kid is probably going to grow out of this bike in a couple of years, your kid is, uh, you know, uh, he's probably going to bang up this bike a bunch because, you know, he's brand new, it's, you know, he's probably going to, there, there's, there's probably going to be some, some tumbles on the bike and you get him a better deal on the bike, all of a sudden the next time he needs to get a bike, like the first place that's gonna pop into his head is like that great experience that he had where mm-hmm. instead of selling him the most expensive product, you sold him what you thought was actually the best product for him. And so that's really that- what I'm hearing from you too.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really, I'm, really, I'm really glad you brought that up. It reminded me, I totally forgot that I would do this. When I worked at Vetco, I'm just gonna toot my own horn a little bit. Like
0: Please, if it wasn't- that's a, what this it interview was a, is all about.
1: <laughs> I love it. If it was a slow day, for example, it, obviously if it was busy, I didn't really have the time for this, but if it was a slow day and I had someone else to like work the, the booth that we were at, the, the, the vet clinic that we were at, um, what what brought me the most fun and joy was getting someone who had just gotten a dog, especially like a puppy or something, Because when people get puppy, they don't often do all the research into what it takes to own a puppy. Um, They just think, you know, I got this for my for my five year old daughter, and I need to, you know, get the vaccines for it, whatever. And that's all they think that they need to do. And so what I would do is, um, I would provide them with, I don't know, an extra ten to twenty minutes of all the things you need to know as a new pet parent including where to get training done, where to get grooming done, all the different chew toys you need, all the different like the the best kinds of food, all the things that didn't even pertain to what I was doing, I would provide them with that. I would walk around the store with them cuz it, it got to a point, you know, all the vet co- all the petco's have the same items. It got to a point where I knew where everything was located and I knew what the best things were based off hearing what the veterinarian would say, because sometimes the vet would go out with somebody, but you know, they're usually busy. So I learned what the best things were for a parent, depending on the dog type, depending on how old they were. Um, And so that brought me a lot of joy was being able to, to help parents and know that they're making good choices for their pet. Um, you know, if they pick out um, a puppy chow brand versus like science diet, the science diet is the way to go. But a lot of parents don't know that they think because it says puppy chow and it's got bright, colorful colors that it's the hel- it's the, the, the recommended brand. But it's like, no, you want the boring brand and that's the one that's going to help your dog live longer, you know, stuff like that. So I would always like I, I helped parents a lot and they would be so happy that they got so much extra um, help that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. And yeah. then I'd even I'd even do a little thing extra where I would tell them to go to the front counter and, t- and tell the the store rep that they got a new animal and they get this little booklet that's got like hundreds of dollars worth of coupons for their pets for the food for the toys for the litter uh, leashes whatever and that would make them feel happy as well so they felt like they were saving money while also getting the best care that they need for their pet so yeah. that made me
0: feel good <laughs> Pyro I so like they're sort of the uh, I. I'm more conscious of this mindset that I have now than I think that I was in our last interview, that there's sort of like two things that I'm doing during any of these interviews. Like the first one is like trying to provide value to you and that's really my like top priority. And then the second one is just, you know, like this is a public forum. So like providing value outside. And I think that what you're saying and you know what you're talking about is just so immensely valuable for not only for people to sort of like, Learn about how to sort of like market themselves as content creators or as, you know, like entrepreneurs or whatever, but also fighting against this stigma of that. That if you try to make any money with something that you're passionate about, that you're a sellout. Because I think that it's very clear from the way that you're talking that you treat the people that you sell to as clients rather than customers this is another concept i learned in this book that i was talking about that that customers are just you know people that you sell a product to whereas clients Mm -hmm. are um, people that you sort of take uh like a personal uh accountability for people that you are sort of trying to provide value for and like give them the best experience Mm -hmm. and and like it's it's your job as the as the like agent or like as the you know whatever the salesman to um to sort of like protect them from like lack of knowledge and like all of the all of the like you know like you were talking about like the sort of salesy like pet food all of the like distractions that are out, out there like it's your job to provide that like to sort of guide them along that path and that yeah. I think that that is such a noble pursuit one and two also makes you so much better at being a salesman or you know selling your product or like whatever. yeah i
1: feel like like keeping it out of your mind that you're gonna get the incentive like there yeah there were so many times that we didn't get the incentive and you know that kind of sucked at the same time but knowing that you, you know you provide someone with a good experience i feel like is is far worthier
0: and the long game, I think you win anyway, because, like, that person that you got a booklet for, like, is always, is always going to, you know, come back thinking about that. They'll be like, you know what, mm-hmm. I could go to this other place, but this person, j- they they just went so above and beyond, and, like, I want to, you know, like, I want to go back there, because last time I went there, I saved hundreds of dollars with this coupon book. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's yeah, really and cool.
1: we w- And we would get, you know, these pet parents, you know, especially with puppies, um, you know, they come back every month for their vaccine, and... Not every time, but oftentimes you know, we get the same scheduled uh like stores to go to, like a month later or something like that. Or if it was like my specific store. Like I often went to the store in Santa Monica that was my store every Sunday, and that was amazing. Um, I was friends with the groomers, they were very sweet. Um, but coming back a month later and seeing how oh the puppy's grown, they're there with their family this time and like they remember who I am and it just it's it's building that relationship even as like you said, as a client and the store rep or whatever whoever i am um there's a relationship there and they're more likely to listen the second time or something like that or ask for some extra feedback and that makes me feel really nice that like i was listened to and it's all about taking care of the pet and knowing that the pet's getting good care
0: is yeah number yeah. one <laughs> yeah absolutely um cool okay so that was that was sort of that was our first bullet point that was only the first thing that i wrote down so <laughs> um that was a long,
1: a long way i can't believe how much we talked about animal care instead
0: <laughs> well i like i think that i think that it it's a it's a sort of larger concept it just it just happens to be contained within animals because that is very much mm-hmm. uh your brand which i want to mm-hmm. which i want to talk more about as 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 we get to it but um uh the next sort of bullet point that i wanted to touch on is uh the charity work that you've been doing um i think that it like in in terms of in terms of your brand and again we'll delve into it more but I think that charity work, and I think we talked about this a little bit in the first interview, I think that charity work is just sort of, like, right up your alley and sort of fits perfectly into, like, what you're trying to do. And so I'm so happy to hear that you are, uh, that you are sort of getting into that. And I, I wanted to ask if you have any sort, uh, I love, I love your, like...
1: Like, Wait, I have something to say,
0: too. (laughs) Yes, Mr. Tentacle, how can I help you?
1: Keep talking about it.
0: (laughs) Um, uh... I want to ask if you had any sort of plans to incorporate that into your content creation as well.
1: Yes. Well, okay. First off, I forgot to mention another cool, exciting thing that's happening. So I'm doing the Hit charity me. work for <laughs> for the Linda Blair Foundation. So those will be like like bully breeds, um, dog breeds, domestic animals, things like that. Um, but also I'm doing another charity thing where um, I, if you remember my vulture stickers that I did, the three vultures... Um so that same organization they're called artwork for AVs AVs is, means birds um every year they focus on a different bird species that they're trying to to donate money towards conservation so last year they did a vulture conservation group and all the money's from all the money from the raffle tickets for all the artwork that they received so it was a bunch of people submitting artwork and then you buy raffle tickets and then you get a piece of artwork so I actually I won a, a piece of art from somebody else um cool. but one of the things that, they would also get is one of my vulture stickers. Um, so they got like a two-for-one basically. So I'm doing the same thing for the same group this year, um, but instead of vultures, they're focusing on parrot species. Cool. Um, so I have three parrot species I'm going to be designing and making stickers for. Um, so it'll increase like my exposure and whatnot. That's so awesome. yeah, I'm doing two, two different things. That's awesome,
0: yeah. Yeah, so,
1: so, so with relating to content creation, um, Definitely, I'm going to be doing more art streams with that, um, with Mm. both, um, with all three actually, with the the Bully Breeds, um, with this t-shirt design company that I think will help with um, kind of giving them some traffic as well. You know, me talking about it, me promoting it as well. They're very um, introductory, so I think it'll be really beneficial to kind of get their word, their name out a bunch. Um, And then also the Bully Breeds as well. And I think that'll help in general. I don't know, like I... I don't know if I'm like also donating a portion of er not donating, but like a portion of my sales will go towards the foundation. We haven't talked about anything like that. But mm-hmm. I think at least um the the creation itself of the designs I think is gonna be really important.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and the, the exposure that you're giving them by, by streaming it and everything and talking about it. Yeah, so absolutely. Th- this was like a separate bullet point, but I think that it's flowing so well that I can just sort of like combine it in that um I had written down like getting involved with business and businesses and charities like this like you are so sort of naturally setting yourself up for um, like partnerships essentially um, where where your your content creation can um, be sort of supplemented by your partnerships with these companies where like these companies that you really believe in that you've supported and that you've contributed to all of a sudden like like having having discussions with them about, you know, hey, for this T-shirt company that I'm a part of. If I, you know, advertise your T-shirt, could I get like a like a special code to use? And then mm-hmm. if people use my code, then I get, you know, like a 10 percent cut or whatever of like mm-hmm. of, of each sale that, that, that I make. Um, and that like uh, aff- affiliate ships and 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 sponsors and things like that are such an like an important part of like sort of like the i don't know revenue process um that i just think that it's it's amazing that you're sort of naturally already doing that um because most of the time it's it's a lot harder for small streamers to get into things like that and the ones that they do get into are very sort of like blanket, you know, like they're not specific mm-hmm. to what they're doing. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone has a humble bundle link, you know, <laughs> like everyone and their mom like has you a do. humble bundle,
1: <laughs> myself
0: included. Um, mm-hmm. But what's so cool about yours is that it is so incredibly specific to you. So, like, a, another example of this that I can think of is that there are some um, streamers on Twitch that have uh, fantastic beards, they just have glorious, beautiful beards. And so they have gotten sponsorships with like, um, you know, like beard lube companies and like, you know, co- companies that help take care of that. And it, it it's a it's a big part of their brand and what a lot of people like, like they're sort of hook what people come there for initially. And therefore, people are much more interested in it, in, in, in engaging yeah. with that with that product. And so I think that you are just you're just lining it up, girl. I'm so excited.
1: Me too. And like when I think about like joining joining these companies and everything like that, like like I don't really even think about the 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 money aspect. And maybe I should be, and I am to an extent. Like you know, when I when I'm with me increasing the prices of my sticker designs and everything, but I more so think like I just love getting my artwork out there to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this new company, the T-shirt company that's just now starting, what I'm excited for is just being able to help them, like grow their business and kind of like have success with that and that's what makes me happy i feel like in that way i feel very humble that humble bundle like i'm just trying to see them succeed and i I don't know i like that
0: what is it's like it's like with
1: the whole pet parent it's the whole pet parent thing like yes i might not be making as much money or i might not be getting my incentive but them going home at the end of the day with a healthier pet or with the right products that they need like that's what makes me happy
0: yeah yeah and and what what is it what is it about because i think that you know human beings we're all suckers for animals you know like that we 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 heckin like people can get their head chopped off in movies but as soon as like a puppy gets kicked we're like oh no like it's so (laughs) much worse um so uh so with like helping people succeed in their businesses what is it about that for you that is fulfilling? What, what what does that do for you?
1: Um, I think it's the fact that it's a small business, you know, it's a, very, it's a very local, it's just now starting out, it's like, I don't know, like I would want someone, like if I had the ability to have someone help me with that, that would have been amazing because it's, it's really hard as like a small local first time artist, it's really hard to make a living. Um, because you want to make sure you know you're you're working with other companies to make your t-shirts, to make your products. So you're spending money on that. You're spending money on the website, and it's like you're gonna have to feel like you can ch- you have to charge more for your content or your your product, um, but you don't want to lose sales because of that. That's how I felt when I was starting out making stickers, and I'd sell them for really little because I felt like no one would buy them otherwise because people didn't know who I were, who I was. They were just stickers to begin with. So it's like being able to help uh, a business. Like take care of that, like by me not charging them, you know, hundreds of dollars to make a design, but still show them support and have other people like give them traffic and 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 um, sales. Uh, I feel like I don't know that that's helpful for a small business person or a business
0: in general. So what I'm hearing you say is that you you really value help that like. You you really value help that you've gotten at like in in your small business ventures, and so sort of like um, when 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 you see an opportunity to provide that for someone else, it feels really good because like you know exactly what it's like to sort of like be in that position. Is that is that accurate? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I love that. Uh, and again, I love that we're just sort of flowing perfectly into each of my bullet points. It makes me really happy.
1: Yeah. I remember. I, uh, I think mm-hmm. last time you said I was like reading your mind with yeah. everything you wanted to talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I totally. talk a lot. <laughs> um. So the the next thing is that you you mentioned that you have gained some. I mean, the way that I interpreted it is that you have gained some confidence in your prices because I know that like even for me and you know like we're we're friends we, we we talk often but when like when i i you know i just recent for anyone who doesn't know i just recently commissioned pyro for for an art piece when i asked you about <laughs> like uh, you know doing an art piece for me like i immediately felt like oh well um, um I, I don't want to tweet you too much cuz
1: you're my friend but also I, I don't have know a lot of projects
0: <laughs> yeah so um so I, I was i was really happy to hear that it sounds like you've really gained some confidence in like when people are like hey how much do you charge for something like you know you know your stuff and like and and are are not worried about offering that price and having someone be like oh like that's too much like you're you yeah and what go go go
1: yes 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 uh yeah i agree um and i think it there's a different a couple things that like stem from that i think despite me offering way more for, not offering, but like selling for way more than I used to, uh, I'm still getting plenty of work because of that. And knowing that people are willing to pay that amount uh, makes me feel a little bit better about charging someone, um, you know, 50 bucks a design or 50 bucks for your your piece and stuff. Um, And the reason why I would charge so little before was I didn't really have very many projects. And so I felt like I had the time to not worry about, um, like if I ended up taking longer, it wasn't because... It, like, what am I trying to say? Like, let me start over. So, yeah, I didn't have a lot of projects. And so it wasn't really a lot of, like, if I didn't, wasn't making a lot, it wasn't a waste of time because I didn't have anything else to occupy that time, if that makes sense. So the fact that people are, are willing to spend a little bit more money or what I'm offering, um, yeah, I don't know why I can't finish this thought.
0: If, I don't I know if it's
1: if it's making sense. Please, yeah. Uh, do you okay. see, see what I'm trying to say? <laughs>
0: I think so. I think so. Okay. So so um. I think that originally what you were doing is you were trading time for exposure. So you had a lot of mm-hmm. time, and so you were able to sort of like, um, you you were you were able to offer things for cheaper because you could you could use the extra time that you had. To, you know get some more sales and get get some more people like you know interested get 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 your get your art out there Etc. And now that you are more successful and busier and you know just sort of in general leading a, a, a You know a big grown-up life um, You don't have that luxury anymore. You're, you're not able to trade your time for cheaper products anymore. So, and and I think that this is something that happens in general that as you get more successful, you have less time and so you're a, you you you're not able to trade that time like you used to be able to. And I think that it's actually a really good principle to keep in mind that as uh, it, it starts out where you're investing a lot of time for less return and as you get more and more successful, that that ratio shifts. And so I think that you are sort of In the process of experiencing that shift where all of a sudden you're like okay I don't have time for this anymore I have to charge more and what's cool is that you're seeing that when you do that you actually sort of open up a whole new market because instead of getting the people who are like I have no money I can only pay this much etc now you're getting people that are like hey I have cash money and you charge a lot of money so you must be worth it here's my money do it.
1: Yeah, I think that, I, that, that that's excellently put. Thank you. I that's exactly what I wanted to say but I didn't know how to say it. Um but yeah, absolutely like I don't have a lot of time to do things for free or do things for very little and as much as I would love to like like I said be, because of my promotion because of just my work and like all the other projects I have like um I I I could afford to work for less, but I shouldn't have to. I remember when I kind of first started doing my designs, um, I would charge very little, but treat it as like a learning experience for like me practicing the art itself, like in Photoshop. And especially streaming that, like that was like my exposure. And that was like the benefit of me working for cheap is um, that I would still, it was a learning process. It was me just practicing things like that. But being able to, but like having, being confident in the actual artistic skill um, I don't have to think about that like ex- what you said the exposure aspect anymore I'm thinking about just the product itself
0: yeah and not only not only shouldn't you have to but you don't have to like I think that that's a really important point that it's not even like, you know, I shouldn't I shouldn't have to sell my art for this cheap. You don't have to sell your art for this cheap because people still buy it when you offer it for more expensive, and I think that's yeah. really cool. I think I yeah. think it's I think one of the most significant um like like I I have a I have a section in my notes here that's called achievements, and I think mm. that one of the most significant achievements even more than, you know, designing stickers for a superstar or getting to 258 followers is the fact that during the first interview you were you were a you were like a you were a baby artist you were the you were this artist that was like are you sure it's okay if i charge more for my stickers and you had yeah. you had these people in your life that you know that you really looked like your sister that you really mm-hmm. like look up to and respect saying like pyro like you're really talented you need to start offering more and you had me being like yeah they're right
1: <laughs> and I'm like, no, wait, I don't want you but to agree. I, I don't want
0: you to with them. <laughs> but I'm scared. And now yeah. you're coming into this interview, and you're like, I did it, and it freaking works. Like, I think that it's just such a huge testament. Like, it's such a huge uh, testament, isn't the right word? Pre- precedent for artists that that are that are you know selling their their work for less than it's worth. That mm-hmm. that they can go out and like offer. Uh, you know like raise their prices and that they don't they don't have to be afraid that no one is going to buy their work because it will i think that that's amazing and i'm like i'm super i'm super proud of you and super grateful that i've gotten the opportunity to like share this journey for like other people i just think that's amazing
1: well thank you like i think without that talk without the last interview like i i I might have considered raising my prices a little bit but it would have it definitely would have felt awkward um and knowing knowing that like people think i'm worth charging more and like making my time actually worth it i think was very important um to kind of like convince myself
0: and just sort of i don't know from a cheesy emotional standpoint Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like i don't know when when you said knowing that I'm worth it that like one I feel like I heard some emotion in your voice and two like that hit me you know like I I I I felt feelings when I heard that
1: I'm feeling feelings right here right now (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly because I, I I think that whatever kind of art we engage in whether it is content creation or whether it is uh you know drawing painting Uh, Whatever whatever it is. I think that art is really just sort of like activity plus passion. I think that What we are putting out is some sort of extension of ourselves and so when people and I, I think that money is a very Simple way to show value to say like I value this it's it's sort of like a symbol for value in our society and so when you raise your prices you're not just making more money, you are you, you are you are getting a literal representation that people value you. And I think that's really beautiful and amazing.
1: Yeah, like everyone says, you know, money's not the most important thing, but like money can show like, especially for artists, like the whole like starving artists kind of thing, like you shouldn't have to suffer for your art. And knowing that people feel the same way and they're willing to support you through that is in, in, incredibly important. Um, yeah. Like you could be buying somebody's food for the next three days with sell- with buying a piece of their art at um, maybe something that you might not normally pay such an amount on um, but knowing that you're supporting them that much more is um, like they're I'm sure they feel just as gratuitous you
0: know yeah, yeah. Um... okay. So the, the last little, the last, the last bullet point here is sort of a section, which is the Twitch section. And, uh, I, uh, I think that the, the first thing that I would like to go into is, um, is your Planet Zoo incentive that you came up with. Can you just tell everyone about that?
1: Yeah, the this is something I wanted to do way before I started Planet Zoo. Um, I know that like a lot of a lot of like beginner streamers do something. Well, I mean, even like the big name streamers sometimes will do this, where um, to incentivize subscribers, they give them uh, a present or like there's some streamers that will like write their someone's name, the 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 subscriber's name on their arm or on their body somewhere. Or um, my uh, a couple of my friends, they do like the little avatar characters that are on your screen, or a sound effect, or an intro, something like that. And I wanted to do something different um, that, that also showed my support. And I feel like it kind of goes back into the whole like investing time, but it's it's video virtual time. So it's, it's different because while I'm working on the enclosure, I'm still streaming. And so it's like a two for one. Um, but when people subscribe, they get to pick out an animal from the list of animals in Planet Zoo, which I have all the expansion pack, so I have a lot of animals to choose from, um, and I will build them a custom exhibit in our little subscriber zoo. I actually built another zoo. I, I actually haven't worked on it yet because it got really busy, but I have a, I have a new zoo because this one's getting really full. Um, I have a new zoo called our event zoo, and it's for special events like my, my 12-hour stream that I did or any sort of like holiday special stream like that. It's a specific zoo just for that because the other zoo is getting really crowded Um, because people have been really, really uh, supportive. And so we have a lot of animals there. Um, And so if people subscribe, yeah, they get to pick out an animal. Um, And then if somebody adds to that animal, then I build them a better exhibit, more decorative or bigger or something like that, just to kind of show my support, because I don't want to build them a brand new enclosure for the same animal. Um, And then it usually encourages people chatting about that animal, Um, so, Planet Zoo is very much about um, educating also. So there's the Zoopedia, or their, en- their encyclopedia of all the animals they have, and it shows their like um, their uh, status for like endangerment, like how close they are to being endangered or threatened, things like that. What they're uh, threatened by, whether it's pol- uh, pollution or um, uh, deforestation, things like that. And then they just talk about the animal in general. So we usually will go through that animal um, and I'll give some cool facts about the animal that they that they picked. And that leads into a whole nother conversation as well. So it's kind of tying in my love for educating uh, with support for the person picking out their animal and then getting them hype about it, and then also playing the game as well.
0: Yeah. So um, again, killing it with these concepts that you that you stumble upon and and like capitalize on. One of the like m- one of the best tools for like sort of um, exciting your community and getting your community involved, and like, like monetizing your content is m- making them feel like they have ownership over something in the stream. This is why alerts are so powerful and popular. Is because all of a sudden, like something that they did make made something happen on stream, and like, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time the streamer will like shout it out or whatever, and that's mm-hmm. really exciting and really powerful. And so, like, this is like like they get th- they get to be they get like a p- a literal piece of land in your stream. Mm-hmm. That's so cool and they get to like name an animal. Like that's that's so rad and so such a such a powerful concept. And then um one one of the other things that I wanted to touch on that I think ties in in an interesting way here is that um you talked about your event zoo and i think that one of the things that you've done that is really going to be an asset for your content creation is that the monetary aspect of it like it can be nice but it really doesn't affect you very much like because because you are um climbing the ladder in your personal life so to speak uh, you know like moving up to 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 researcher you are not in any way sort of like beholden to your audience you know to support you like you can you can just sort of like make your art freely and do whatever you want and so tying back in charity work I think that one of the like really powerful things that you could do on your stream is for these events that you do if you plan a couple uh if you plan a couple around charity work so like i i don't know for an anniversary stream or a birthday stream or whatever if you plan a couple around charity work i think that um because you don't have this sort of like oh like i need to use these events to make money um you will you will be able to one do something and most importantly do something really impactful and important for you know the thing that you believe in and 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 support so much which is animals and like animal conservation Mm -hmm. and all that sort of thing and then two you'll also like charity streams are fantastic for like exposure and like you know getting getting people to know you uh and getting new people to find you so uh i i just think i i just think that planet i can't i can't emphasize enough how brilliant i think that the planet zoo play was and Mm. i think that uh that it still has like even more potential i think you can you can keep building on it and it's gonna Mm -hmm. it's just gonna get better and better and i'm super excited about it
1: oh yeah and i i have planet zoo but i i with that same thought i i keep looking into other games as well because there might Mm -hmm. be a day when like i'm just kind of board of planet Zoo, or but i still right. like the concept of it so i have yeah. the the jurassic world one which everyone nice. would love to be a dinosaur everyone um, wants and to then be i a dinosaur. have like exactly who wants to doesn't want to be a t-rex um and then i actually have a couple other ones oh i have one it actually hasn't <clears> come out yet but there's one where you get to um work and manage um an animal shelter, like a dog or cat shelter. And it hasn't come out yet. I really wanted to, because I feel like I could very easily do the same thing where you, you know, subscribers can pick out a, a dog type to have. And then when we take care of that animal, it, like any type of game like that, where you get to customize what goes into the game and being able to take care of them, I feel like is a really um, cool way to make people get interested about it. Yeah. And um... especially like if I did it like a, ch- oh my gosh, if I did a charity event, for the Linda Blair Foundation, but with this dog shelter game, that would tie in so perfectly. Oh my gosh, I gotta I gotta remember that. I hope it comes out soon. It's on my wish list, but it hasn't been announced yet when it's right. coming out. But I'm gonna write it amazing. down
0: for you so that so that we have it. <laughs> I'll, I'll send, I'll send, I mean my my notes are a little bit of a mess, but I, <laughs> I think I think they'll be discernible. Uh so charity event for is it Linda Blair you said? Linda Blair Foundation. Linda Blair Foundation with shelter game. Yeah. Okay. Um, my keyboard broke partway oh, no. through this interview, so I'm taking notes on my phone now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. So. Uh, okay. So then the next thing that I wanted to talk about is. Um, you had talked about streaming slash content as education like this sort of like science and technology category on Twitch. And I I just I just get really excited about this idea because I personally think and I mean I think that really everyone thinks this, like that's why it's like on every major political platform right now is that like our education system is like archaic and it's a mess and it's not good and it needs a lot of yeah. help. And yeah, one of the, one of the, one of the things that I heard recently from, you know, my boy Devin Nash. Devin Nash. <laughs> <laughs> was that um was that he thinks that the future of education is actually in content creation. That that in the future kids are gonna be learning from, you know, like people on Twitch, people on YouTube, etc. And mm-hmm. if that is the case, and I think it makes sense in a lot of ways, because I think that in many ways they're already doing that. If that is the case, I think that a lot of us have a lot of like stepping up to do. You know what I mean? Cuz so, so 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 much of the internet right now is, you know, like cursed meme culture. And mm-hmm. I think that that definitely has has a place and has some has some unique value, but I but I I I think that it's really important to sort of like continue to talk about and highlight this idea that I think that we're really sort of like looking at the future of um, what education is going to be. And I mm-hmm. I just l- love that your the way that you are building your brand seems to be really focused around that.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, the paleontology streamer that I follow now, he already, he, I don't remember if, if it's him specifically, but all these other... Uh, education streams that I follow, um, were telling me that like people especially because of COVID, like everyone is doing their lessons on Twitch now. Um and so there's there's way more uh, like I feel like the streamers the streamer themselves, there's way more of them in the science and technology or education category. Um and then people that used to like teach and game, they probably do the same thing now where they they're they're, they're kinda of tying in their lessons with whatever else they're doing
0: yeah and obviously you know like covid has been horrible in so many ways but i do think that in a lot of ways like i i notice it in sort of like a microcosm with my company where my company Mm -hmm. was stuck in like i don't know like my company's been around since the 60s and i think that Mm -hmm. my company was probably stuck in like the 70s like the, the program that we use to like look at all of our policies is basically a command prompt um, oh, wow. and yeah and so uh, and so I think that in a lot of ways COVID has sort of like thrust my company into the future like we've had to modernize because mm-hmm. of just you know not being able to leave the house for like a year <laughs> um, and so and so I I, I, I didn't I don't think I ever had put it together this clearly in my head until just now, but I think that it's not just my company, but that that has been actually happening everywhere. That this idea that like content creation is the future of education, Mm -hmm. I think that COVID in a lot of ways has actually like helped to thrust that into existence, which I I think is really fascinating and cool and weird and scary. And all those things. Yeah.
1: yeah wow. I mean if you think about like all the teachers, you know, back in like high school and, and middle school have who have no idea how to like operate a projector and stuff like this. And now they're expected to use Zoom and smart whiteboards and all this stuff. Um right. just to do a regular lesson. Like everyone yeah, even like older teachers who are about to retire, like they have to kind of grasp this like new technology new it's not really new, it's not new for us obviously, but this new technology. Um and yeah, I think I feel like it pushed um they pushed education back into the present i guess because i felt like it should be like we should have been doing this kind of stuff uh, a while ago because the internet's been around for however many decades it's been around but we've not really utilized it this much
0: right because we were still teaching like they did in the 20s like (laughs) um I have I I, I I had too many thoughts in my my brain. Short. I'm always like that. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, okay, so I had laid out before we started. Like I I wanted to I wanted to ask you like what you wanted to talk about today and like sort of like let you lead and 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 see where it went. But just in case you were like. I don't know i i put i put together i put together sort of like a little a little itinerary
1: checklist okay
0: yeah a little checklist and so uh one of the things that that i wanted to touch on is what are what are your what are your like goals going forward if you have any like what 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 is it what what is it that you're looking to do what is it you're you're wanting to accomplish
1: in all aspects not just like content creation
0: sure whatever 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 is sort of at the forefront for you right now
1: okay well one thing i'm trying to look into i think i'll probably do it uh on my next paycheck which i think think is next week um i'd really like to buy an ipad pro i know i don't like apple products that much i know you love them but i really want it for the procreate and I right. know it's like the way to go. And um, I don't know if I can mention like that, I'm going to be like with your parents, like that whole yeah. thing. Okay, cool. So like now that I have this position and I'm going to be down at the lab way more often, I'm going to start staying at your parents' house. They are very yeah. excited. Your dad and I were chatting a bunch the other day.
0: So cute. <laughs> they live
1: really close to my work. So that's exciting. And I don't know if you heard, uh, but uh, about Eric um, and Laura.
0: Oh, that they are moving into the they're, like they're similar neighborhood. Down yeah, they're yeah. they're
1: moving like down the street too. So I'm gonna go hang out with them. So since I'm gonna be not as as not home as much, I have done two things. I'm gonna buy an iPad Pro so I can do Procreate and make stickers, um, much easily, much more easily. Um, like it almost makes me wish I could like take the train to work so that I just have more time to just draw and not have to actually drive. I wish I could do that, but then just like you know being down there, uh. I won't have my laptop to play games, so I won't be as distracted. So I can actually be really creative. I can bust out designs left and right and just get back into the doodling. I don't doodle anymore. And and I think it's incredibly important to just make art for myself sometimes, not with the intent of selling it. Um, And I'm getting, uh, I'm having my dad um, reset, like hard reset my laptop because my laptop is still a really good laptop. And I put an SSD in it. And so I'm going to be able to have that as well if I need to do more like Photoshop work. So that's like the big, the, 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 the first thing I want to do is is get that iPad Pro so I can start doing that.
0: How how close um, did your your birthday stream get you to that?
1: Uh, it got up uh, almost $200, actually. Nice. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And like, And like I said, like I wasn't doing the stream, like it would have been, it's amazing that that people were willing to donate, but also with my new job, like I didn't have to uh, depend on that. It was just to kind of help out a little bit. So that makes me really happy. Um, That's like the first thing I want to do. Um, And then I found out that with the iPad Pro, you can use it as a stream deck. Uh, So that'll be exciting for, for stream in general, because I don't have a stream deck. So that can really help make, make things a little bit more seamless instead of using my stupid little. G or F keys right there absolutely um, you can also I... see just,
0: just just like hot tip if you have any old mm-hmm. like iPhones or anything laying around You can also use those as stream decks.
1: I do have my old iPad, but it's an old one I don't know if it would work, but
0: you should that. check out the compatibility because really nice. it's not it's yeah. not a super intensive program This is this is my old iPhone and oh. uh, it it um I'm not sure how old it is. It has a finger print sensor so it's relatively old because uh, okay. now they're all face ID. But anyway, yeah. um, and, and it, it it works perfectly. So it, it doesn't, okay. it, it's not super intensive. But anyway, go ahead.
1: <clears throat> oh, good to know. <laughs> um, so with Stream, um, I, 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 my work is still kind of, the schedule is just kind of weird. Um, we are hiring someone else so that I don't have to ever go to Sun except on days that we have like a... a I don't have to go to the Vivarium, specifically, where we house the rats unless we're doing like a test there. Most of the time I'm going to be at the lab. Um, So hopefully my schedule kind of evens out. It kind of is now, like I hardly go in on the weekends, so that'll be nice. Um, So I'm hoping that I can have a much more consistent stream schedule um, Mm. and actually stream you know, two or three times a week, um, keep it consistent on the time, and then branch out and play some other games as well, which I kind of have started doing. Um, we're actually, I'm going to stream a game called Titan Quest with my friend later tonight. And so it's a brand new game. We've neither, neither neither of us have played it. So that'll be exciting. Um, so I want to do that. I want to kind of expand a little bit more on my schedule and on the games that I'm playing. Um, I I actually, oh, this is something I'm, I'm currently doing now. It's not a goal. Well, it's still a goal, but it's something I've been doing where I start stream with an hour of art first cool. So it kind of forces me to be productive. It keeps people up to date on what I'm doing and I'm being um yeah, I'm being productive right off the bat. Um and I, it's not something I have to like devote, you know, all of my day to working on it, it's just a little bit every day. So that's something that I'm I've been enjoying.
0: That's really cool. And yeah. so uh well before before I before I go on, um or are are there, are there are there any are there any other goals you want to throw in there before before um, before I
1: yeah. One thing I wanted to do, I don't know how it's going to work, but one thing I was really wanting to do was with the iPad um, and Procreate, where it records your brushstrokes, I can actually make time-lapse videos of my sticker making. And I'd love to put those on uh, at least YouTube. Well, okay. I probably want to do both, but I w- I'd like to start a Patreon, but I don't know what, else, what all I would include. And so if I did start a patreon i would want to include those time-lapse videos i think um but also maybe i'll keep the patreon for like the education and the 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 animal stuff and then maybe i like do my youtube for like my arts i don't know i don't know how i do it but i wanted to at least have that content available so that's another reason why i want the ipad
0: okay so you said you said patreon yes so you've unleashed the beast (laughs) i now have to like I now have to, like, take out all my tentacles and, like, like oh put them all over you and be like, Patreon, 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 Patreon.
1: That's fine. Do it. <laughs>
0: okay. So, first of all, you should absolutely start a Patreon. 100%. Okay. Um, uh, and you should absolutely post your time lapses there. And mm-hmm. one important thing that I want to uh, impress upon you is that the philosophy surrounding Patreon is that it is a platform to support artists. It is a platform that is meant to make it so that like we talked about where you're not reliant on your on, on like selling products for your income. Okay. Patreon the whole concept behind Patreon is that you have patrons that support you for being you and what you put out into the world and not for the what what the products that they get out of it. So the products is just a bonus. Yeah. Right. So Go so what so the reason that I say this is because you had said like I don't know if I want to make it like all about the animals or if I want to make it all about the you know like the YouTube or like whatever and I and I think that what is really important uh what's really important to realize is that it yes it is all of those because all because all okay. of those things are you are right you? okay and and your paid that's what your patreon is is your patreon like the the big thing that the big like thing of value that you are providing to your patrons is an opportunity to get closer to you because that's sure. really what it that, that that's really ultimately Like, when when you're a content creator, that's like the most valuable thing that you can give your audience. That's Mm -hmm. why Discord is so wildly successful, is because until Discord came along, like I was streaming before Discord came along, and before Discord came along, it was all just names in Mm -hmm. chat. Like, that's all I knew about people, and obviously, you know, the things that they told me. Mm -hmm. Now I know all of my viewers' voices, I know all of their faces, like... It's such a it's and and they and they know mine and like can you know we they have access 24 7 and so like Patreon allows you the opportunity to like show your show your business on the back end and like give people like a peek into like what you're doing and how your process works and okay. so everything that you offer everything that you do heck and stick it in there Be, <laughs> because uh, because that, <laughs> that 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 is what is gonna make is what's gonna make your Patreon so enticing. Is, okay. is getting to see all of that. And when you make your Patreon, do, don't do you dare. Don't you dare make it without me. You better...
1: I, okay, thank you. Because I was like, I don't know. I don't even know how to to do it. And I was going to say, I probably need to better, a bunch of
0: other people's. But. <laughs> you better tag me in Discord at any time yeah. of day or night and Please. say... Tech, we need to set up an appointment where we sit down and we map out our Discord. I'm about to do this with Living Loopy, who, who, uh, just a quick plus. This, ma- wait, Discord made this, or Patreon? Made this oh, little, okay. Made this little so plush. I'm about it. to, I'm about to do this with Living Loopy, where I'm going to sit down with her and set up her Patreon, if she lets me. She might make it herself, and I'm going to be super mad at her if she does. But, okay, well,
1: I already promise I will come to you. So you, good, you, you add, good.
0: Add. <laughs> Ta- any time, night or day tag me and let me know. And we will set up a date to do that because I, one, I want to start doing this just because I think that every content creator should have a Patreon and I think it's super important. Mm-hmm. Like you will double your recurring revenue overnight. But two, I also kind of like the idea of eventually, like once I get sort of like more established, I really want, once I do this a few times, I really want to make like a, like a course like mm. that like like full blown that like you have homework that you do like there's like different like little courses oh, no. that you go through to like make the patreon you know and like you like there's there'll be some like writing exercises in it like i just i think it'd be so cool and then i could offer it as like you know like a i don't know like a 50 dollar thing that people could could purchase to like start their patreon up mm. and like i like i have this i i'm i mean i'm talking about me now but j- just for a second i <laughs> <That's> promise <fine. laughs> um uh i i have this i have this idea that um That, like, if they don't make their money back within the first, like, six months, I'll, like, refund them the $50. okay. Um, Because... You're that
1: confident in your skills?
0: I just think that... It's not that I'm that confident in my skills. It's that I'm that confident that Patreon is that important for content Mm. creators. You know, like, it has has the lowest cut in the industry of, like, known websites. There are, like, fringe websites that take a lower cut, but, like, no one trust them um, yeah. as the lowest cut in the industry it like the philosophy behind it is so beautiful and amazing and like it it is just such an incredible tool for content creators and I think that so many people are sleeping on it that that I want to get it out there as much as humanly possible yeah. and a big sort of like sales concept is like taking all of the risk away from the consumer. Like you want to assume all the risk, which is why money back guarantees are so popular. Is because mm-hmm. it, it, all of a sudden, like you don't have to be worried that it's not going to be good for you. Because if it's not, then I'll give you your money back. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that
1: it discourages a lot of people thinking like, oh, what if it it doesn't work out? Then it was a waste of time, a waste of money. But now you don't have to worry about the money aspect.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So. Um, So, yeah, so I'm so excited for you to start a Patreon. I I want that so bad for you. Um, Okay, I will do it. (laughs) uh, Okay, anything else? Anything else before I I move on?
1: Oh, uh, it was just another thing I forgot to mention. Um, And it'd be nice to get your thoughts, actually. Um, So I used to have an Etsy store. Um, I still have the account. Um, I was discouraged from using it when... I made something that looked really freaking cool. It was the Hunger Games kind of emblem with the bird and the fire and stuff. I made paintings of them, and I had given them to to Erin for her birthday, and she loved them. And I was I like, I made each of these. Oh, okay, cool. Um, this story hurts everyone. my heart.
0: It's so it sad. Does, right? yeah, keep going, keep going.
1: <laughs> okay, so I made these cool Hunger Games pieces, and um, they only took me like twenty minutes to make each. You know, you have you you paint your canvas black. You paint everything that you want in color in white so the color actually stands out. And then you just doodle, you just paint a bunch of strokes of red, yellow, and orange and make this really cool Hunger Games emblem. And they looked really, really good. So I was like, I'm going to start selling these 20, to 20, per, $20 per portrait or $50 for the three of them. And I put them on Etsy. And within like, I don't know, two weeks, um, I got a notice saying that someone from Lionheart got in contact and said, hey, this isn't allowed, this is our logo, yours looks too close to it, uh, take it down um, for copyright copy, copyright um, infringement. And so they took it down, and ever since then, I was really unmotivated to put anything on there, because a lot of what I would make is um, inspired or referenced from other things, whether it's Disney or Nickelodeon or movies or whatever, I, Like I was never making artwork like like, abstracted, like my own creations. It was always referenced with something else. And now that I've kind of s- definitely strayed away from that, and now I'm doing like just sticker creation where it's just an animal. You can't copyright an animal unless it's like a specific like picture that was released of that animal or a portrait or something like that. I feel like uh, I want to start doing that again on Etsy with my stickers, with uh, my jewelry making, because I forgot how much I enjoyed jewelry making until I did some for the boutique. um and then any anything else so yeah i'm gonna start doing etsy again
0: i'm i'm so happy to hear it yeah because i think i think i mean like living loopy like her main her main cash cow is is etsy uh Mm -hmm. and um and i i i think i think that it's a platform that that does have a lot of value and i think that what you unfortunately sort of experience is exactly what we were talking about of like you put out a piece of yourself, you know, like something that that you were really proud of, and got it shut down, and it feels really bad. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I'm I'm proud of you for like getting back on the horse because it's not easy. Like when when you get sort yeah. Of shut.
1: Yeah, like I was I was sad about it for exactly that, but at the same time, it it also kind of made me feel. Proud that they thought something looked, it looked too so close. close. I know. I picked that up.
0: I was like, oh, <laughs> like, dang, like, oh, I look at guess you. I'll
1: take it down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My art is it's just too accurate. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, um so I'm excited to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely encourage. And, and, um, yeah, all of, all of these pieces are just gonna, are just gonna like, tie so beautifully into your patreon. I'm 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 drooling. Um, okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else? N- not right now. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so my next que- oh, I just got a new subscriber on YouTube. Oh, congrats. <laughs> anyway, uh so my next question is um so we were sort of talking about goals. And, uh, it brought the question into my mind of like, what does success look like for you?
1: I already feel successful. Cool. And, uh, so everything past this is just me having a good time.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> as is, weird that, as that is, is that just in like the creative side of things or is that like in your personal life too?
1: definitely uh both because um i'm like this is not a job that i want long term like as a researcher working in a lab setting um i'm actually going to apply to grad school for next year so it's not something i'm going to keep for a while but the fact that i was able to get to this point where i have uh something that i could very well call a career and get all these valuable skills i would definitely call that a success and like when i told my family i was getting promoted like they would just couldn't be happier, because it's taken me a long time to get to to this point. Um, So that was definitely a success there. Um, I think with everything that happened with COVID, um, where, you know, I I had lost my job for a while, uh, I, I got into a car accident, lost my car, you know, all this shit happened. And to be able to come up from that and be 10 times better than I was, I feel like that's very successful. Um, but then also because of that, be- because I lost my job, being able to focus on my art and actually like like I was asking people for for like commissions and stuff just to kind of help out since I lost um, my main employment or my main um, revenue or yeah
0: revenue, revenue.
1: stream. Um, no, well, no, not even from that, like from my job. Um, I wasn't making any money. I was only on unemployment. Um, so being able to fully focus on my stickers was really. A, a really good opportunity as well. and I think without it I wouldn't have had as much success there because um, I was making I did the, the vulture design and that really really helped um, and the, the three of them. and then also just like just going out to my zookeeping page just asking for people for for work um, was really, really helpful. And so I'm because, combined with my really good job where I don't have to depend on the money from my art, I do feel successful. Like I'm not making art left. I'm not making money left and right from my art. It's more like I get these little projects here or there and and then I get paid for it. And that's where the success is. But if I had, if I didn't have a job with it, then I wouldn't call it success yet. Cause I'm not like, I'm not, it's not livable by any means, but it's just like something extra.
0: Right. And uh, real quick, just something that I sort of like forgot to mention that I want to like call back to. Uh, you had mentioned like with Etsy you're not as worried about um, you know like copyright things and things like that because you're the work that you're doing is much less sort of like based off of you know like Disney or like Nintendo or whatever Uh, and I think that that is a, 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 a really cool indication of like your growth as an artist. I think mm-hmm. that I I think that that you've really grown as an artist and I think that it's going to be really cool to see if you do. I I honestly Pyro, I don't even know if you're going to stay in the Twitch sphere. Like I th- I can I can totally see you Uh, like drifting off somewhere else because I think that Mm -hmm. I think that twitch is like fun for you but I Mm -hmm. from just from this conversation what I'm picking up is that like that's about it you know like (laughs) like all of all of this other stuff with like your sticker design and everything like even at the beginning of the interview that's what I that's the first thing that I want to talk about mm-hmm. and so like the way that the way that you are creating a a business out of your art on all of these different platforms seems to be sort of where the real passion is mm-hmm. um and uh, but that being said I think that if you do stay in the twitch sphere or or, or keep connections with it in any way I think that one of the um another interesting avenue in terms of sort of like where your uh art development can can continue is emote design because i think that oh, yeah. emotes emotes have like a very particular uh like meta so to speak like what people sort of look for in emotes and i think that like what, seeing you learn that and seeing you sort of like um you know uh, start to start to incorporate that into your art business i think mm-hmm. could could be really interesting i don't think that it's necessary but i think that it could be really interesting and also mm-hmm. just sort of an opportunity to um you know le- continue to develop your art
1: yeah while at the same time staying in touch with twitch even if right. i decide to to not stream anymore and it's funny i, I did have something i wanted to To bring up about um, doing emotes Um, I I actually and it kind of ties into what we were talking about about um, me raising my prices and knowing I'm worth the time that I put in and and, and whatnot Um, I actually had a friend come up uh, just a couple weeks ago who asked me to start making emotes for him um, because he just got affiliated and uh, he wanted like a I I don't want to say too much too much scripters um, but he, he And I would have been honored. I was honored he thought of me to 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 make them for him. But then he said he wouldn't be able to. He did the whole I can't pay you, but exposure, kind of concept. And he's from he's not in from this country, so I don't know if it's a thing that's that's really like well known in other countries as well about how like that's kind of like an unspoken rule like don't ever offer exposure to replace pay. And um I was very nice I, I I ended up telling him I couldn't do it because I had so many other projects I was working on and to invest that time in only to to be shouted out every once in a while. Like it, it's just it's it's I didn't say not worth the time, but like I just I, I didn't have the time to to take that on. And so um yeah, I it just goes back to me like prizing my worth.
0: I'm proud of you. Like, and I, I also think that you you, I think that you do an amazing job in in the brand that you're building about educating on animals and I think that as you that 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 you are that you are a very cool duality because you have both the animal education piece and you're also a really talented artist and so I think that something else that can be incorporated into your brand, and I think that you already do like with the with the hour of like art stream at the start Um Mm -hmm. is is art education and Mm -hmm. teaching about sort of art etiquette Like the fact that you don't go up to artists and say hey Will you give me free art for exposure like that's just sort of like very like simply taboo so like for instance Mm -hmm. um An example of this like in 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 my sort of like sphere is that like when people come in and uh, like come into stream and like promote their own stream the truth is is that i really don't mind it i really don't care um but i do take the opportunity to educate about that because that's something that's Mm -hmm. very important to me and to and to to my brand um Mm -hmm. and so and so i think that i think that I don't know. It, it, it just, it immediately came to mind when, when you talked about it, that you, you have, you have a really cool platform where you're, you're able to like educate about both of these things simultaneously. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. really
1: cool. Thank you. I've been wanting to actually, I was, I was in somebody else's art stream and uh, someone came in and was like, Hey, do you have any advice for someone who's just not getting into painting? And like, the, the streamer was talking a lot and then I happened to chime in quite a bit and this streamer really liked what I was saying and was like you know what uh, you know join the discord I like let's maybe set up like an like an art education like category of people awesome. who can get tips for their art or like because uh, i I save all like the resources I have that I send to people when they're trying to learn how to draw um whether it's like drawing from shapes or like shadows and stuff or like like line work like just like the really basic art lessons because i love to teach people um yeah not just about animals but about art too because like i firmly i i have a strong belief that like i I have two strong beliefs my one my first strong belief is that uh arachnophobia can be feared or it can be uh fixed can be cured or any type of it can be cured any type of um uh animal or a lot of fears like that that are uh, very much um uh, stigmatized and stigmatized and then taught as as children you know oh squish that bug it's scary we don't like it i feel like a lot of that can be can be cured very easily if people are willing to take the time to to work with it um that's my my first my first um belief belief my second belief is i feel like like almost anyone can learn how to make art hmm. Depends on the kind of art, but I feel like anyone is is able to. Um, like, a lot of people are like, no, I'm just not creative, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not that creative either. I'm really, really good at drawing from references. But if you ask me to come up come up with something, I have – I'm so bad at it. And, like, I get really nervous. Like, I no idea. Well, you know, you <laughs> know exactly how that is. So it's like, you know, everyone has their own um, – their own uh niche exactly and when it comes to making art and i feel like anyone can learn how to do it you just kind of have to you have to invest the time into learning i think people people are like oh all i can do is draw a stick figure yeah but draw that stick figure a billion times you're gonna get really good at drawing it and then you're gonna know how to change it that little bit just to make it into what you're actually trying to draw which is a more anatomically correct stick figure or a stick figure of a dog or something like that so those are my two firm beliefs and so uh I, i try to help people kind of realize that. Like I didn't I w- I didn't wake up overnight or um and become a good artist. Like I've been drawing ever since I can remember and I've yeah. taken tons of art classes and that's why I'm how I am. So people just have to realize the same.
0: Do you mind if I ask you about something sort of um businessy? Sure. Uh you remember Ryu's art Discord? Is it still in operation? No.
1: No. No, okay. she shut it down. Cuz mm. it, it kind of died down a little bit and then she I think she just didn't want to um, keep up with it, so she she
0: closed it. Have you found another place like that? Cuz my understanding and correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding was that you actually did get a lot of fulfillment out of that place that you liked that. Oh place yeah.
1: There. Oh yeah, well that's where the sticker design first came to fruition. Was when we had a little art challenge, like a battle royale challenge, where we would make pieces of art, right? Um, and then gr- people would pick which one they liked, and then we'd go to the next round and stuff. So that's that's where the sticker design came from. And then I wasn't I was responsible for doing the art education, where we had like a weekly or a monthly lesson where we just talked about a specific topic, and um, it that never was a success but i think it was because it was a new thing and it was kind of uh introduced when the channel was already dying um but i love that idea because i love like talking about like how to do something when it comes to art so no i haven't found another place like it well there is a discord i'm a part of where they do a drawing class every week but um it's it's such a busy server that i haven't really stayed like stayed in it and made myself known so okay so
0: here's Here's the businessy business part for you. The businessy business part is, I think that you're aware, just from, you know, being around me for a long time, that I am sort of obsessed with artists. I love artists. I think that they're the the cat's pajamas, the bee's knees, the best thing since sliced bread. And oh, wow. I and I I would very much like to. Um, I, I, I always loved Ryu's idea of that and I would very much like to uh, I don't know f- like follow up on that idea and sort of try to try to make it a thing and mm-hmm. I have I have this discord that I mean that you're in and aware of uh, mm-hmm. called the Ponzi scheme where mm-hmm. it's all about content education and I would love to incorporate art education into that Um mm-hmm and so i would love and i i don't think i don't think that now is a good time to do it but i would love to talk to you about um, mm. how we might make that happen if that was something that you were interested in
1: that sounds amazing i would love that
0: okay all right cool so yeah. i'm going to i'm gonna, i'm gonna write that down for for okay. something for us to talk about okay. um, ponzi ponzi scheme art education or art addition to server let's call it that um cool so i tangented did did but i wanted to get back to um this idea of success and ask you i i love i loved your answer because i think that your answer illustrates that you can you can like be where you're at and feel successful and also you know still want to still want to grow and still want to do more like 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 you said i feel very successful this isn't my long-term job but i still feel very successful yeah. um and so I, I i love that answer because i think that a lot of people feel like i think that a lot of people chase the dream and And Don't pay any attention to the journey whatsoever and Mm -hmm. and therefore never reach their dream (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because because they're so they're so focused on this up here that They're not actually providing any real substance along the way. And so they Mm -hmm. just sort of stay where they're at um And that being said I am also just sort of personally curious What 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 does it do you have an idea of what it looks like up here for Pyro?
1: Well, like I said, I did want to go to grad school next year, or hopefully next year. I have to start looking into schools. Um, I think because of the different jobs that I've had and like having Twitch and everything, like clearly my passion is education, like yeah. the rest of my family. And I and I love talking about animals specifically, but I also love the environment as well. Uh, and I, if you like podcasts, I don't. Do you like podcasts? Yeah. You ever listen to podcasts? So one yeah. of my it's probably my favorite podcast, and I don't listen to a lot, so, like, it's is not Is it your sister's? Lot. No, it was actually... She only got featured on that one.
0: Oh. Um, it oh, something oh. she was
1: doing consistently. Um, okay. <laughs> I actually don't remember if I listened to it. i, I got to go find out <laughs> if I actually... I think I did. <laughs> it's been so long, so long. But this is a, a podcast. It's called How to Save the Planet, or How to Save a Planet. Okay. And it's uh, it's by uh, a doctor in marine biology and then a podcaster, and they discuss... Um, all these different issues surrounding the causes of climate change,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: what kind of changes we need to make to better the planet, and then also how to make those changes. So it's like a three-step process. Awesome. And I find myself every time I listen to that podcast, I'm so inspired to just make these little changes in my life to to better the planet. Hence, eating less meat, um, whether it's recycling a little bit more, like all these little things right here. Um, but then also going above and beyond and wanting to teach people about that. I love right. educating people about ecology and climate change and things like that. And so ideally I, th- I feel like that's kind of a route I'd want to go. Like if I'm so passionate every time I listen to a podcast about it, I feel like I need to go that route. And so I think environmental education is, is my next big step. And, um, I was telling this, this paleontologist on stream about it. Um, he was asking like, like what I wanted to go into grad school for. And I said, environmental education. He said, that's exactly what we need right now, because the only way that you can make change is in, on a bigger scale is by convincing other people to make change. Um, and that's something that I find passionate It's whether it's educating people about animals or just bringing awareness to people in any field, whether it's animal care for their own pets or, uh, endangered species out in the wild or in this case, art education, things like that. Like that's, that's really my passion. And so there's a lot of jobs you can get with that. And so that's like my biggest job, my big, like my dream job is something in that route. I don't know what kind of job, but there's a lot of opportunity. Even if I became a teacher in the end, I feel like that'd be a very successful um, feeling for me.
0: Totally, totally. And so do you see in that, in that we're going to, we're going to go there. We're going to go to Pyro's fantasy full Ooh. success universe, okay? Oh my. In that fantasy universe, do you see like podcasts and like streams and like those sort of like like let's say Pyro is a teacher, okay? Let's say that's the end result. Do you see those things orbiting around that planet or do those things fall off over time?
1: I do actually consider podcasts um quite often I don't know what I would discuss I don't know how I would do it I don't know if it would be just me or with a, someone else that was in a similar field or something that had more someone that either was more knowledgeable than me in that field or someone that was more in the podcast field or something that was someone that was equal um but I think that would be um uh, awesome because I like I love talking about it um and yeah it's just another way to kind of bring awareness to other people so definitely definitely that's come up in my head quite often um but i feel like in the meantime streaming like we talk about streaming how it's like on the the backside of everything but it's something that i still really enjoy in terms of um bringing awareness to, to yeah. people is through that
0: yeah and the like, I mean... games
1: is just a bonus and the art streams are just a bonus but if i can have a a really good conversation with with somebody or with the community about something and get them to to think a little bit more about the climate or about an endangered species like that's what brings me fulfillment
0: yeah and and i think that um one thing that i will say about twitch is that the calls to action on twitch are stronger than pretty much any other platform which is why i think that that charity work in twitch is such a powerful combination. I mean, like that. Just factually, that is true. Charity work and Twitch is like an extremely powerful combination. But in in you for, for specifically what you want to do, I think it's so incredibly powerful because. So, like for instance, Maya. She is now educating. Thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of people about. Um, you know, like animal conservation and all that sort of thing. And she's talked about how when that ends, because it's going to eventually, the thought of like, you know, going to like a classroom and teaching like, you know, 20 kids or something. 20 kids, yeah. It just doesn't feel as like fulfilling to her. And so Mm -hmm. I think that no, not 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 that um not that like you being a teacher wouldn't be incredibly fulfilling for you mm-hmm. i just think that it's it's a it's a really cool idea to couple the two and who knows i mean like we talked about earlier like it may be that by the time that you become a teacher that is what teaching is you know like it it, yeah. it may it may be a whole a whole new world by that time but mm-hmm. uh if it is still very much sort of like the university um uh path uh i I just think it's a really cool idea to couple those two things of like mm-hmm. one like one you know having this traditional like teaching experience and then two also getting it out to the universe that is the internet you know I think that's really cool. Well,
1: well, that and speaking of coupling, like t- to be on Twitch, you have to be 13, right? Technically, mm-hmm. like legally and stuff. Like, like one thing that I loved working at the Wildlife Center was teaching to to second and third graders and the people that you can really have an impact on. So I feel like, you know, like I, I always told myself if I became a teacher, I'd probably want to teach middle school. Fourth, okay. fourth grade to eighth grade is like my range. I know that's a hard range, but I felt like when I when – I, Brought animals to to, to schools and the presentations. That was the grade that I had the most impact on and could easily like translate um, concepts and stuff too. This so,
0: this was this was totally my bad for not asking. I for some reason totally had in my mind that you were just going to be like a like a professor of some kind. Oh no, at like
1: I don't, a, well, at, a, at a
0: university, but no, you're you're you want to be like a like a grade school teacher.
1: Yeah, but not anything under third or fourth grade yeah, below like fourth that it's eighth. it's difficult but yeah even like high school i probably wouldn't mind but you know they're troublemakers well every grade wow. has their own troublemakers. but yeah that the fourth to eighth grade was where like i just found myself um like that was the ease that i had with teaching um when you talk to like younger kids like you have to have a, a different speech about you and the, the 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 words you use and the topics you discuss and the analogy you use it, i i i after some time it was rehearsed in my mind from doing it enough but you know if a kid asked you a really random question that you were not prepared for it could be really hard to like to, to come up with a way to describe it to so, like talk kids.
0: around their lack of like grasp on language
1: exactly like i've yeah. i've done presentations for literal preschoolers where they just get to see and touch the animal um but then also with like kindergartners and first graders so you still have to be able to talk but still be mindful of the kids that you're working with and so like anything younger than that i would not want to work with um yeah. but like I, I found the most fun fun i think is the word i'd use with that middle age group so cool. which brings me to like coupling it with twitch where you tend to have older kids um so you can kind of appeal to both
0: groups yeah yeah and um i just want to say that uh well yeah. i guess i just want to ask Pyro, do you want to Do you want to be a mom?
1: No, not not. Uh, it's a tricky question. Like I never imagined myself being a parent. Um, not because I didn't think I'd be a good mom or like I would enjoy having kids. Like I think I I probably have fun with kids. But, and I, I I want I don't want to say the word blame, but I blame my parents for this, in a good way. They. You know my mom and dad they have always pushed us to focus on ourselves and our success first. Yeah. Um mostly when it came to education. Um only now are they talking are is my mom saying like oh yeah I just you know I had I found these old clothes you know if I ever have grandchildren. That was never a thing that was discussed until like we all became like had serious relationships yeah. uh, and are all successful in careers or or work or uh, school or what, what have you. Um But i think because of that you know i i'm never thinking about like planning my life around kids it's more like if you know once i'm done with school first off i want to be completely done with school i don't want to have to ever even think about going to school and having kids at the same time um but then also like i i want to do so much in my life like i'm already so freaking busy like how am i supposed to have time for children and then the whole idea like with me and thinking about the environment like children like, it's two things. It's thinking about how costly it is to have a child, first off. And then also the whole concept of, you know, bringing somebody into this world in the state that it currently is in. Um, with, with with all the, the, the physical, like, climate change problems, like pollution and overpopulation and things like that. And then just, like, there's just, there's so many people already that if I was to have a child, I'd probably just end up adopting in the end um you know give somebody else a home um and i'm the whole concept of being pregnant and giving birth is something that does not make me happy so gotcha and it it, but it's on it's like way like my last priority like once i'm satisfied with where i'm at so so
0: what what so what i'm hearing is that it is an option it would probably be adoption and right now it's a it's a very long ways off, long ways off. Okay, yeah. Okay. If I was to do it, cool, cool. Uh, I just as I'd rather as be you,
1: the, the the cool ant. As
0: soon as as soon as you started talking about educating children, I just saw I just saw Mama Pyro and yeah. and it was kind of hot. Anyway, oh, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I'll just be the ant. <laughs> so. Uh, The sort of last section that I want to talk about is I've, um, I think that I've been doing it a little bit, you know, I've sort of been offering like tidbits here and there, but mostly I have been sort of like listening and like reflecting on, like on, on things that you've said. And I, I wanted to ask just sort of explicitly, is there anything in particular that, I can help you with that like you're struggling with, or that you're really looking for, you are not sure about anything that I can help with.
1: I feel like we talked so much last time and I, you gave me some, like, like you're, I know you're making, you're writing notes and I hope you send them to me. Cause that's already helpful in itself. But okay. I took a lot of what you talked to me about last time and, um, kind of utilize it. Um, one cool thing that I was thinking about it earlier was when uh, we changed my username last time yep. from pyrofreeze5793, to just pyro underscore freeze. Yeah. And that has never been such a good decision. Uh, What's that? Because when I come into chat now with like random people or something like that, and they see the name just pyro underscore freeze, I've never received so many like compliments or like dis- like. Like, like, oh, that's an interesting name. What made you come up with that? Or I love that name. What's the, the story behind that? Py- the, the name Pyrofreeze with the number, I don't think has ever encouraged that. But since then, like, it, it kind of just spurs conversation. And I'm really glad I made that decision. And it's so much easier to have people visit me via that. Like, if I tell someone that I'm streaming, I'm just like, it's Pyro underscore freeze. Just like that. And it's right. so much easier for people to, to kind of um, remember. And so that was a really good decision.
0: Back then. I'm so happy. I'm so happy yeah. to hear it. Yeah, it is it, it it is sort of weird how powerful such a simple thing can be, huh? Mhm. Yeah. Um well good. I'm glad I'm glad that you that you feel like uh that you feel like you got a lot out of our out of our first talk. I'm really happy to hear that. Um do you do you mind if I just sort of offer a couple of thoughts okay cool um so the the first the first thought that i have um, can i
1: also make notes or you'll just send these thoughts to me i, I well?
0: will send these thoughts to you you don't have to take notes this okay. is this is all for your benefit I'm relaxing. I, I, yeah <laughs> I, I want you to just be able to sit back relax and take it all in cool. <laughs> um the the first thought that i have and i guess ultimately they're they're the same thought <clears throat> But they, but sort of like the concept and then the execution. Um, the first thought that I have is that I think that the main thrust of what I talked to you about in our first interview was building a home for your content. Because before you just had sort of like this ethereal like, like I'm making stuff and I sometimes I find like you're sort of like a, like a nomad. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. It's time to settle down and build a base and i think that you've done a really beautiful job of that you've you've kicked butt at that uh and i've 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 been i've been monitoring monitoring your discord oh, yes. and it's oh been, yes now
1: you finally added it
0: <laughs> it's been it's been it's been it's been great i think i think that you're doing a great job with it um and i think that the next step is now that we, we've, we've talked a lot about to, uh, a lot about your brand today and how many things that you are doing that speak to that brand and that reinforce that brand. And I think that that is uh, very important and great. and probably honestly like the most important part that you are actually like executing on the philosophy that that you are trying to like put out into the world. I think that that's a plus. And I think that the little like nuance that I would add to it is working on making your brand sort of appear in the world as well. Because while I have a very firm idea of what your brand is, I don't necessarily know what it looks like yet. Does that make sense? I think so. And so like as an artist, you have such an amazing uh, advantage that you can sort of create, you can sort of create that image for yourself. You don't have to go and like commission another artist and sort of like have to like work very delicately with them to like get exactly what you want. You can just like put it out there. You can make it and put it out there and put out exactly what you want to see. So like, I I, I guess I guess the example that that I would give is um, like when you think Apple, you get an image in your head, like you see like the like clean, crisp, shiny, like, mm, Apple, like, like, even if you don't like Apple products, like, it, it's, you know exactly it, it's, it it's undeniable that like, they have that like, mm, like, you know what Apple looks like, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't have like the logo, you can tell an Apple product when you look at it, you know, or you For can sure. tell an Apple presentation when you look at it. And so I think that, um, sort of create starting to create a, a a visual universe with like branding assets is going to be a really is is going to sort of elevate your 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 i'm going to say business to the next level because i think mm-hmm. that i think that really what i'm noticing in this interview and i mean i said this before is that the content creation side might not be as important but mm-hmm. these principles are going to are also going to elevate any sort of any sort of business that you build getting sort of a very strong aesthetic of what your business really is i think is really going to is really going to elevate and like sort of take it to the next level mm-hmm. um and then the other part is that something like this something like this interview is a really and like i said this is sort of like the same idea wait before hold on before i move on before i move on do you have any like questions or like do you want to like clarify anything before i move on about that
1: yes um so when you talked about the apple product that that's kind of what like brought it up um and the bill the ability with my artistic skill to be able to to work on it myself instead of like commission somebody else to do it and it kind of ties into what i was talking about with my skill how i have a really good skill in like um like drawing from reference and drawing yep. from things but when it comes to creating something that's where i struggle and so like i've been wanting to like make a new logo and make a new like icon for like my discord or whatever so it's not the little eyeball or anything like that i've been wanting to do that for some like since we talked about it but yeah. I, I i have trouble thinking of what i'd want to do yeah um, so if if you'd be able to help me with that one day, that'd be amazing. Like just even just getting some new ideas. Cause like, I just don't know what ideas I'd want to even try to to draw out. But I yeah. feel like that's, that's my new thing is like, I love seeing, like, I love the picture I I'm using for my Twitch, like when I go live, like that, that nice like profile picture. But like, mm-hmm. that's not what I want people to know. Like, like, cool. Like I have a nice face, but I want people to know like what, what I represent when my logo is present as shown on Discord.
0: I think that's cool. I think that's cool. There 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 are a lot of cool things that in, in, in what you just said. The the first one that I just want to like briefly touch on is that I think that it's cool that your what like what you're trying to put out into the world is more important to you than your face. Um mm. And not to bash people that like their face is their brand, because I there are plenty of brands like that and, oh, yeah. and I think they're great. Um, but, uh, but I just, I, I think that just that in itself sort of is an indication of, of like your brand. And I think that's cool. The other thing that you talked about, about, um, not sort of, you know, not sort of being the creative and like struggling to sort of come up with like what that idea looks like. There's a couple of things. One, I would heckin love to help you with that. I would – that is – because that's my wheelhouse. Exactly. Like, I can't – I can't create anything. Like, I put my hand on a piece of paper and it lights on fire. But (laughs) – but but that being said, I can – I can uh, conceptualize all day. So, Mm -hmm. I would – like, I think that we could actually do a single – like, a single session where we sit down and talk about – building your patreon and and building out your brand assets at the same time i think that those would actually couple perfectly together because we really are sort of building patreon is putting out into the world and saying hey world i have value come support me for being me like that Mm -hmm. i think i think that that's really what patreon is and so hat like having these brand assets to release with your patreon would just make it even more exciting Mm -hmm. because you're like hey like you've, you've heard about me, you know what I'm about, but now you can see what I look like. Like, I think mm-hmm. that that is, oh, oh, I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm creaming right now. Um, oh God,
1: please so, don't want to dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I would love to help with you that. The okay. other, the other thing though, is that I also think that that is just like, just like emotes. I think that that is a... An opportunity for you to like mm-hmm. continue to sort of grow as an artist and mm-hmm. I think that your ability to use references is actually an asset and not a detriment against you because oh, I think absolutely. that yeah I think that like what you can do is you can just start by sort of like looking around at um, references and find ones that really speak to you find ones that really um, stand out to you and and you're like i really resonate with this this seems like my brand and then what we can do is when we sit down we do like patreon and 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 your brand image we can um I, like i i can look at that and be like okay like i i know where we can go with this and then i can like talk to you about it and sort of almost like give you like a commission so to speak and, but it's for you and then you mm-hmm. and then you you create it because you're fantastic yeah. at that cool yeah so let's hack and do that <clears throat> okay <laughs> all right cool and then um uh the other thing is that any any other questions before before we move on
1: um this is the comment really it was something else I, I i wanted to bring up i have a friend who does video editing mm-hmm. and so now um she's going to take clips and my vods and start doing content with with that as well because i don't know and it made me so happy I was able to support her financially to, to make that. So that's just a little bonus thing that I'm very excited that's happening. Is you know what the next thing just... I was
0: going to talk about was?
1: <laughs> what
0: forking YouTube?
1: Oh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> so, the reason I was going to talk about YouTube, like I said, it ties into this is because. Talks like this are really great for sort of encapsulating your brand. Like, I think that if someone watches this video, they get a very good idea of what you're all about. Hmm. And that's really cool and great. And and the reason that we can sort of do that is because this sort of medium allows for that. And I think that Twitch and live streaming in general doesn't do as good of a job as Uh, 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 doesn't do as good of a job allowing for that because with twitch it's it's so free form and there's so much um there's so much like dead time so to speak you know like versus like an intentional video that it's Mm -hmm. harder to sort of like encapsulate what you're all about and so youtube allows you to really do that and again the like the the idea is to sort of like Show who you are and so I'm I'm really excited to hear that that you've hired a a video editor and that they're going to start Working on your YouTube and what I what I would what I would just um, Emphasize to you is to really Talk to her about What is important to you just like you've done with me today? Talk to her about what's really important to you and what kind of things you want to see on that Mm -hmm. YouTube Um, so that your YouTube really is a representation of what you're all about. Does that Mm. make sense?
1: For sure. Well, and I was also going to chime in, like, and a big difference between, well, and one reason why Twitch doesn't work, you said, you know, there's a lot of downtime, but then there's also a lot of not downtime when you might get flooded with alerts or chat or something like that. And that can also take away from from what you're trying to to talk about, because you're getting disrupted left and right, hence why. I decided not to stream.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I'll stream <it> later. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. I, that's, that's really sort of what I have for you today. Um, is there any, any other questions, comments, things you wanted to talk about?
1: I felt like I did a good time, to- a good idea, a good job this time. Um, bringing in my questions and comments like during the talks instead of like all at the end or like all at the beginning. So it kind of like, I don't have any more questions. I
0: thing. think that, I think that you did a good job for both interviews. I think that you, you have, you have enormous value, Pyro.
1: Thank you. Oh, thanks.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, as long as you're good, I think we tell, tell people, tell, plug yourself, tell people where to find you.
1: Oh, God. Okay. Um, right now, I stream on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash pyro underscore freeze. Um, I'm about to stream right now, but people won't know that because the video is not coming out till like two <laughs> weeks later. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but you can still shoot me a follow. Um, we do a lot of animal talks, as you know now. We do art streams, Planet Zoo, um, retro games, a whole bunch of stuff. And yeah, a bunch of cool stuff is happening now. So and you get to see my cats. Everyone loves seeing the cats.
0: <laughs> All right, so I mean like Twitch is cool, but like I think that you know, anyone who's watched this talk knows that the real money is in stickers. Where 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 do they get your stickers?
1: Oh, yeah. So my um Instagram, I have an Instagram and a Facebook that you can contact me on and soon I'll have an Etsy as well. Um and that one is um the name to so Facebook or Instagram and then the handle is uh Alyssa Freeze Art. That's a-L-Y-S-S-A-F-R-E-I-S-E, ART,
0: right there. Perfect. Perfect. And you can,
1: you can just send me a message with what you're interested in.
0: I'm going to do my very best to remember to put those links in the description below. So nice. if they're there, then you're welcome, everyone watching. <laughs> and if they're not, I'm sorry, I have a terrible memory. <laughs> but at All least right. I
1: sounded it out. So as long as they listen, then they'll know. <laughs> we totally. done that at the beginning, too.
0: <laughs> totally. All right. Well, Pyro, thank you so much for this. This was, this was lovely.
1: I've been looking forward to this, like, um, this, this re like update, updated interview, uh, for like the last, like two months, um, like before we even scheduled it, I was like, Oh my gosh, our six month interview is coming up. I wonder how it's going to go. I want to make sure to do all of this. So I have a lot to talk about and I did, I feel like so much has happened since then.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm incredibly proud. And, uh, yeah, I I was I was also very excited about it. And and one of the things that I noticed like just before the interview when I was sort of getting ready was that was nice. Was that I wasn't nervous. Like for the tentacle mm. tantra that I did with Bunny just recently, I was pooping my pants. 100 <laughs> I was so scared. Um but I wasn't nervous at all for this. I was like mm. I'm I was just excited. So nice. It was a pleasure. Me too. Yes. I agree. Uh, (laughs) All right. Bye, Pyro.
1: Okay. Bye, Tech. See you later.